You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back, Buffalo Bills fans. This is Matt Warren, editor-in-chief at BuffaloRumblings.com and the host of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. The Buffalo Bills trounced the New England Patriots in the wildcard round of the playoffs. And now they head to Kansas City to face the Chiefs in a rematch from last year. It's the fourth time the Chiefs and Bills will play in the last two seasons, developing a nice little rivalry here. Before we get into that game, though, I wanted to remind you that you can send in your questions to us at RumblingsQ&A on Twitter. You can send us voicemails at 716-508-0405. Text messages go to that number 2716-508-0405. You can send us emails buffalorumblings at sbnation.com. Facebook and Instagram messages to our official Buffalo Rumblings account will make their way to me as well. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. So, let's go to my takeaways from the game. I wrote these, remember, during the game, so I didn't yet know the Kansas City Chiefs were going to be the opponent next week. I had a feeling that that was going to happen. Obviously, didn't expect the uh, Steelers to pull off some sort of upset. But, still, we uh, was only focusing on the game against the New England Patriots. Starting it off, I gave all the credit in the world to Josh Allen and Brian Dable. You know, it was super Josh. It was super Brian. They worked really well together, and the game plan that they designed and executed was, I mean, flawless. It, there's just no other way um, to go there. You know, a, a casual throwaway becomes a touchdown pass. An easy run becomes a 30-yard um, jaunt. The The receivers were open. The O-line was planning, folks. It The run game was working with Devin Singletary. It was just really nice. Dable's dialed in. Allen made the right decisions. And it put so much pressure on the Patriots um, with the Bills being up, obviously, 27 nothing at halftime with 300 yards of offense. Uh, it just really, you know, the thing we talked about earlier in the season, not letting a team feel like they're in a game, that's exactly what the Bills did. And we'll get to Micah Hyde and how he helped that in a second. But the Bills' offense jumping out to a huge lead on that Patriots team was just um, was fun. Alice Allen finished with 308 passing yards, 21 of 25, five touchdowns, six carries for 66 yards on the ground. We put together a list of the absurd accomplishments from the game as well. Um, you know, Josh Allen had more touchdown passes than incompletions. And got to remember that Gabe Davis, the last incompletion he had, uh, bounced off of Gabe Davis's hands. So it should have been even fewer incompletions. But uh, the Bills had seven straight touchdowns to start the game. Um, <laughs> I wrote that when it was three straight touchdowns to start the game, and then I had to keep updating it as the game was going on, four straight, five straight, six straight. Um, it was a pretty fun one to update, actually. Bill Belichick's Patriots teams had never allowed more than three 
touchdowns to start a game. The Bills doubled that up and then some. So that was really um, interesting stat to see. Um, the other thing I thought was really fun is Bill Belichick's teams had always forced an opponent to punt until that last game against the Buffalo Bills. And so now the Bills have done it two games in a row when no team had ever done it once to Bill Belichick. The Bills are the first team in the Super Bowl era to score touchdowns on the first five drives of the playoff game per ESPN Stats and Info, and obviously they did it on seven straight. And the only thing that stopped the Bills from scoring in the last 13 drives against the Patriots was the clock. They're 10 of 13 with the end of the first half, the end of the first game, and then the end of the second game being the only thing that stopped them. They became the first team in NFL history to not punt, kick a field goal, or turn it over in a game. So, I mean, they're the first team in NFL history to score touchdowns on every drive. They didn't score a touchdown on their final drive because the game ended. So, there you go. If you follow along with the Buffalo Rumblings Twitter account during the games, um, anytime Dawson Knox scores a touchdown or has a big play, I always tweet out the, uh, the gif from Breaking Bad where Walter White says, I am the one who knocks, and it's supposed to be this really intimidating... Uh, moment for for the character and I've used it a lot this season uh, because Dawson Knox has played really really well he had two first quarter touchdowns from Josh Allen um, one was a super athletic grab that again we thought Josh Allen was throwing it away and Knox went up climbed the ladder got it and then got two feet inbounds um, he walled off the defender on the second one so he used his size on the second one and his agility on the first one so it's really nice to see him be able to to do both things. In the third quarter, he uh, planted a Patriots defender after a catch. Um, missed another touchdown by just that much, uh, but Buffalo eventually punched in him for the score. Five catches on um, five targets for 89 yards and two touchdowns. He was the X factor in the Bills passing attack, and I think he's been all season. We did a breakdown last week of you know kind of how the Bills really hurt on offense when Knox was out with his broken hand. So go take a look at that. The red zone efficiency, some people were saying um, earlier in the season that the red zone efficiency was very good, but I, I keep arguing for Brian Dable and the Bills offense. I think their red zone efficiency is just fine. Um, you know, they were top 10 in the NFL in that statistic. Um, before the game, there was a report from Mike Florio that the Bills might move on from Brian Dable if it wasn't a good offensive outing. And, um, well, I thought it was stupid before the game. I think it's even stupider now. The Bills were 6 of 6 scoring touchdowns in the red zone. The only one of their touchdowns that wasn't a red zone conversion was the long pass to um, Emmanuel Sanders. They've been on fire over those last five weeks. and I mean, even Tommy Doyle caught a touchdown. Big man touchdown. And then we couldn't get out of here without talking about the defense. Um, Micah Hyde's pick at the end of that first Patriots drive, really set the tone for the rest of the game. It's just a much, much different game at 7-7 than it is 14-0. And it just, it was such a beautiful play. Um, it was it looked effortless, but I mean, he covered a lot of ground in a very short period of time. So much so that Mac Jones, I mean, I'm sure thought he had a, a sure touchdown. I'm sure the receiver thought he had a touchdown too until the very last second when Hyde plucked it from right in front of his hands. Um, it's, it's harder to tease out the pre-blowout stats with the garbage time stats, but Buffalo's defense was was almost as good as the offense. Um, you know, Levi Wallace added a pick off of a Matt Milano tipped pass. 
Jerry Hughes, Starla Tule, Boogie Basham had sacks. Tremaine Edmonds was everywhere. Um, it was just an efficient night from the defense, and they're the reason I think the Bills you know, have every right to think that they can win the Super Bowl this year. You know, they're going to go into Kansas City, and we'll talk about this more after the break here in a second, but they're going to go into Kansas City with two great offenses, but only one great defense, and that's on the Bills. And um, so that's why I think the Bills get the edge in this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get to your questions moving forward. Don't go anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, over to Twitter, where Greg Brockway asks, Hey, remember that time when the Bills embarrassed the Patriots? That was awesome. Yes, I, uh, I remember that. It was a fun, fun day. Uh, Mark Masterson asks us, What was up with Tyler Bass on Saturday night? Well, I think it was just that the ball was rock hard when he was kicking it. Um, I, He's been very good at other times. I, I, if I had to guess, I think that's what it is. Uh, he practiced kicking uh, frozen balls this week leading up to the game. But, I mean, it can't be easy. You know, uh, I don't know if there's, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything we can take away from that other than it's really hard to kick when it's so cold out. Um, Jack Nealon says the on-script stuff was working this game, which allowed the special off-script stuff to stand out. The bad games seemed to come from when the on-script plays were missing. Was it players making plays on-script, or was it just an outstanding game script and preparation? Let me boil that question down a little bit, because a lot of scripts on there. But was it the players making the plays, or was it just an outstanding game script and preparation? I think it was both. I think that the script that Brian Dable put together worked really, really well. And then the Bills were able to execute it over and over again. Uh, There was a special game from Josh Allen. The offensive line played really well. I think it was everybody across the board. Brian Dable, um, the offensive line, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, the wide receivers. Um, It was just a really, really nice game plan that was executed virtually flawlessly. such is life asks us why can't we play blue on white for Saturday or all blue I I don't know what he's asking they were blue on white on Saturday maybe he's asking about Sunday this upcoming Sunday against the Chiefs Um, the Bills if if the Chiefs go with red which they usually do at home then the Bills will be in white tops one way or the other I hope that the Bills go white on white because in big games when they wear their blue pants they get their butts handed to them and I don't want them to lose so I hope that the blue pants stay in Orchard Park and they wear white on white against the Kansas City Chiefs if for some reason the Bills go or the Chiefs go with white jerseys white uniforms um, I hope the Bills go with the blue on top and white on the bottom Uh, the blue on blue look not my favorite Um, 
And anytime they wear blue pants, they just get their butts handed to them. So I don't want that. Uh, P Martz says, who are your offensive and defensive X factors against the Chiefs? I got Ed Oliver on defense and Isaiah McKenzie on offense. Well, I think it's pretty clear that um, Dawson Knox is the X factor on offense. He just has elevated this offense and his own game this year. And when he's playing well, I think the nobody can stop him really. And the the, the Bills have been using him very very effectively this year on defense. Um, I think Ed Oliver is a good pick for this. I, I think it's Leslie Frazier though. Um, I know that he's not a you know player, but as an X factor, I think he makes a lot of sense because. He was able to stay so patient last game against the Chiefs and really keep Patrick Mahomes contained. So, I mean, Ed Oliver's as good of a guess as any, um, which is what you said, P-Marts. Um, you know, if, if they can contain Patrick Mahomes on the outside and get pressure up the middle from a guy like Ed Oliver or even a bull rush from, say, Harrison Phillips or Star Lutulele, obviously that's um, going to help the back end of the roster because this is a game that you could really see uh, Dane Jackson be tested on that cornerback spot. If I had to determine like the, the determining factor, maybe not the X factor, but the determining factor, I think it's Dane Jackson and what the Bills are going to do to help him cover on the back end. Are they going to give him safety help on the double moves? Are they going to really focus on the pass rush getting home so that Dane Jackson doesn't have to cover as long? So that's those are my X factors on offense and defense. Andrew Sunday, uh, perhaps something that's gone underappreciated, but Dawson Knox seems to have improved his blocking. Is this the case, and what is he doing differently? Also, Gilliam is an amazing blocker. Yeah, uh, Reggie Gilliam's been doing a very nice job this year and really throughout his entire career. Um, Dawson Knox, I don't know what he's doing differently. I know it's much, much more effective. Um, They've been using him a lot uh, to help with the offensive line when the offensive line was struggling as well. But just on kind of his own right, he's been doing a really nice job. So he came into the um, NFL as really unpolished in both, um, you know, pretty much in every facet of the game. And I think he's really developed those skills. And that's a testament to uh, the Buffalo Bills coaching staff. So I think Dawson Knox is um, definitely has improved his blocking over the course of this, well, his career, let's say. And then even over the course of this season from the beginning uh, until now. So um, it, that's another reason why I named him as my X Factor. The Bills' offense just seems to operate better when he's in, and they're so confident in him that they don't even usually make their um, second-string tight end active on game day, Tommy Sweeney. So, um, yeah, they just they just really like what Dawson Knox is able to bring to the table. Thanks for all those questions over at Rumblings Q and A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Buffalo Rumblings Q&A. Make sure you subscribe to the Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel. There's a show for everyone on the channel with so many great hosts and so many different topics that we cover. Make sure you give each of them a listen. You can send in your questions for this show at 716-508-0405. You can text us at that number as well. 716-508-0405. You can tweet us at Rumblings Q&A. That's with the word and spelled out in the middle. You 
can send us emails, Buffalo Rumblings at SBNation.com. Uh, lock it in to Buffalo Rumblings.com for all your coverage of the Chiefs game coming up in the divisional round. Go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.